Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. Today's Free Zone Breakthrough is Robert Beavis, and Robert comes from Austin, Austin, Texas. He's a financial advisor, and he said in 25 years, he's never felt better than he does now, basically because of one concept, which is called unique ability, which is really the cornerstone of a strategic coach. You just free yourself from anything that you're not good at, and you free yourself from everything you don't like doing, and you find other great unique abilities who actually love the activities that you don't like doing, and they are much better at the activities than you are. So you get this tremendous freedom. And he said the biggest block that he had to getting there was actually his resentment and his anger when he would train someone and then they would leave. And he said, I had this attitude, you know, that was very negative. But he said what it did, it made me less willing to hire new people and actually train them. So it wasn't that there weren't good people out there, is that his attitude, his mindset of being resentful when other people would come. And he says when he developed the unique ability concept in Strategic Coach, we call that a free zone muscle because it frees you up in a way that most other entrepreneurs will never be freed up. And in terms of your own industry, financial advising, if you have an attitude of more and more being able to attract just the right people and you're able to give them enormous encouragement in what they do, that's better than yours, and they love doing the activities you don't like, well, they're going to stay because they love being appreciated. And then if you're very, very easy with people who are not quite right for your organization, and you say, well, you know, we're really happy to have you, but we also want to have you find out outside of our organization what's the perfect spot for you. So you want to have the best people who are just perfect for your company to stay with you. But if they're not perfect, we'll encourage them to go out and explore and find the perfect place. And I've found that this never, never causes you any negativity activity because it's a tough thing, you know, leaving an organization. And if you choose to leave the organization, you don't want someone mad at you. And if you're really generous with the person and you're really encouraging, say, well, we really appreciated your being here and we really appreciate what you contributed while you're here and now you're going out and we really want you to find the place that's really great for you. They will look for people who they think are really great for your organization. So you've turned someone who wasn't great as a member of your staff into a recruiter for you. And they'll screen people and say, you know, I wasn't great for that organization, but I think you're perfect. And they'll actually encourage them. And he says he's just grown and grown and grown, but it's just a shift of mindset. So instead of resentment mindset, he's got a gratitude mindset. And he's grateful for people, and some will stay with you and some won't. But what he said, he notices that more and more of the people who stay are actually perfect in terms of unique ability. I believe all success, all growth in life really starts with a mindset. And I think that Robert has really nailed it here. I think just that gratitude about people, whether they stay with you or they leave you, you're just grateful creating a very, very positive message out in the marketplace because the people who aren't quite right go out with a very positive attitude and they return the favor. Uh, my name is Robert Beavis. I'm a financial advisor in Austin. The name of our company is Beavis & Associates. For 25 years I've been in this business. It's been uh, a blessing. It's wonderful. 
ever since I was young. My grandfather used to take me down to the bank and he would show me how you could put money in a savings account versus investing in stocks and bonds and different things. And he kind of got me excited at a young age. And then I went to Holy Cross High School and they had a economics class where we studied the stock market, we picked stocks, and then we had a little challenge to see who could make the most money with our phony $1,000 in about 90 days. I came in first place. I think I picked Exxon Mobil, and it just so happened to do okay. But we got to track the stock every day. We had to give a presentation on it. And from there, I just love the idea of compound growth. But dealing with people is probably my true passion. My unique ability really is getting to know the family and then building a vision for that family and then empowering them to make better decisions than what they may have made on their own. So for me, the exciting part is to start that process and walk through all the different steps. We have eight unique steps that we have for each family and to see them go through each step is so fulfilling for me. And then to see the impact that, that has not only on the first generation, but sometimes the second and third generation above and beyond. So it's been great. It's something that obviously inspires me each and every day. I've been at Strategic Coach now, just finishing up my second year, going into my third year. And Unique Ability is really something that you do that's special above and beyond what most other people do. In our industry, financial services, there are a lot of companies that look alike, sound alike, a lot of us look alike, sound alike in terms of the lingo that we use. But for me, it's really about getting to know that family and then our unique process that we have. And quite frankly, I've been doing this for 25 years, but this unique process is something that we just started in the last two years because of Strategic Coach. Dan Sullivan and Lee Brower and the things that they have opened my mind up to. And this process continues to evolve. And again, that's after 25 years, I have more passion and enthusiasm today than I did when I first started. At one point in time in my career, the company I worked for thought that I had done so well that they thought it might be a good idea for me to go into management. And at that time, I thought, sure, I'll give that a try. As it turns out, I ended up with uh, three states, several financial advisors, several branch managers, and I was really just teaching people our business and how to enhance the value for each and every client. But ultimately, what I realized was I could take the lessons that I learned there and actually bring them back into my private practice for each one of my families. So rather than teaching financial advisors all these different things, I decided to teach the family stewards, you know, generally the husband or the wife or the grandfather or the grandmother. That's kind of the cement of that family and take them through some different steps and really learn about who they are and how they came to be and how that family kind of got to where they are today. And then we started the naming process. And again, the naming process is more unique. So the management started back in 1998 and I stayed in management for several years. And then I went back into my private practice right around 2002. So it's been a wonderful journey. And then the naming process has happened in the last two years that's really allowed me to go back to those families and start making sure that we document all the memories and all the things that have happened in those families' lives that has shaped and influenced who they are today. It's been great. So I would say that there have been two monumental 
time frames. One was when I went into management and started leading and training and teaching financial advisors. But then I decided to take a step back and bring that knowledge to each family that we serve. My fiance at the time is now my wife. And I remember coming home from a business trip and telling her that what I wanted to do and what my vision was. And she encouraged me right away. Little did we know that it was about seven or eight years later when I brought her into the business and said, okay, remember that idea I had? It's working really well. Now I need you to leverage it further. <laughs> so it's, again, it's been wonderful. I think ultimately what happens for a lot of entrepreneurs and for a lot of folks that are growing is you have a team of folks that you have relied on. And that team gets you to where you are today. However, you create a new vision and you create a new set of growth and you start moving in some directions that you feel are better for your business. However, those folks that have helped you get to where you are today, they either are on board and they're also excited and motivated and they want to go down the new journey or they're resistant. A good friend of mine who worked at P&G came up with a saying that I thought was quite appropriate at the time. He said, the bus is going one direction, you're leading the bus, and it's your job to get all of your people on that bus moving in the same direction. So I think the biggest challenge that we have is our industry is constantly changing. My brain never stops turning. So I'm constantly trying to make things better than what we have today. And sometimes our folks that we really rely on, that really help us, that are the engine to our growth behind the scenes, sometimes they don't always want to get on the bus. So the toughest thing is hiring and training and creating that mindset and sharing that vision with everyone and making sure that we lead everyone down the right path. I have a saying, I like to hire smart, hardworking, self-directed, coachable people. And I think what you find is those people are wonderful for any organization, but sometimes they also wanna go and do and be their own person. And they don't wanna work for Beavis and Associates or whomever that company may be. So I'm never discouraged or upset or at least not upset for very long. My thought process is because we're hiring the right people, most of them will stay in our organization, but some will go and do their own thing. And more often than not, I encourage them to go and try something different. Take the skills and everything they've learned here and see if they can apply it. I mean, it's not easy. It's very hard for me to have that unselfish ability to go ahead and guide them to do that. But then it also brings me fulfillment because I can look around our industry and I can see several folks that have worked in our organization that are now doing wonderful. The first message for any entrepreneur starting out is create your vision, create your unique value proposition, and then never stop evolving, right? Because nothing's ever final. Your client service model is always gonna evolve what you do in the industries in which you work in are always gonna evolve. Secondarily, I would say that one of the biggest changes for me in terms of mindset shift was coming here to Strategic Coach. What you learn from Dan Sullivan and all the systems and operations are amazing, 
but they start off with gratitude. And this attitude of gratitude really starts from within, and it just kind of filters through every day of your life. You're going to have good days and bad days, good quarters and bad quarters, good years and bad years. But if you stay focused on the positive and you lead with gratitude, it allows you to continue to focus and do the right things. This is our 30th year. In November of 2019, we're at our 30-year mark of our very first workshop. We have roughly about 130 team members in our company, three countries. You know, we do the workshop in various cities and centers, and we've grown that since the very first year. But at the same time, we have roughly about 350 individuals who have come and been with Strategic Coach for a while, and then they have left. And we've always been very positive about people's time when they're here, and they stay in touch. They stay in touch with the team members who they were friends with while we were here. And so my feeling is that it's all positive. So our attitude is that, first of all, we don't see anyone who's ever worked for a strategic coach as a cost. They're an investment, and the investment is in their unique ability because if we invest in their unique ability, they're going to free up our unique ability. So right from started the company, we say there's only one reason to hire someone new, and that's to free us up. And it's their unique ability we're looking for. And if they really expand their unique ability, we get freed up. And now we're at the stage where new people are freeing up the people who are freeing us up. So it's compounding, it's starting to multiply. And we're looking forward to our greatest growth now in the next 25 years. We really feel we've done a good job of establishing a foundation, but now we're really going to grow just because of the mastery that we have right now, a free zone mastery of unique ability. So the greatest book that we have in our quarterly ambition series to help you with this, and this is a free download for you, is just go to thegapinthegain.coach. <music>